everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to another edition of Sounds from the Locker Room. We travel on this show back to last Tuesday, November 27th's heartbreaking 4-3 home loss to the Ottawa Senators. A day after Ron Hextall's dismissal, the Flyers came out and played a very strong 40, you could even say 50 minutes. Unfortunately, NHL regulation is 60 minutes, and in those final 10, the Senators erased a two-goal deficit to earn the victory for themselves. We kicked things off with the always opinionated Jake Voracek. Jakub won't accept pressure as an excuse for the situation. No matter how few people know what their future holds, this team still needs to get the job done. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter if you feel pressure or not. You just got, you know, we're up 3-1 going into the third. We have a full control of the game, we just give it away. I don't think that's got anything to do with pressure, the way we, what we did in third period. Just, it's a winnable game, we just give it away. As soon as we got that second goal, we kind of got scared. And we can't do that. I mean, every single team is going to jump on it and, uh, you know, gain the momentum and that's what they did. I mean, it's only one goal. It's a one-goal game. We've been in that situation so many times. And we just, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, I still don't know what happened. Like, it's, I can't believe we lost that game. While Jake recognizes the team is in a bit of a rut, he knows that nobody else will care about what kind of internal upheaval the team is dealing with. I don't think it's a focus. I think it's just the way things are going right now. Everything we touch, you know, it just doesn't work. But like I said, nobody gives a them that you know what kind of position we are in. We have to every single guy in the locker room have to find a way to to go out there no matter what the score is and no matter what time is it you know during that game we have to find a way to contribute and uh, it's like we got scared. We started slamming pucks everywhere along the ice instead of just holding it and you know making a hard play. We just whacking on it. It's not a good thing. We were fine first. We were we were fine first 40 minutes. Like we were, you know, making a play, simple plays. Uh, you know, when we had the puck, we made a play out of it instead of just you know. As soon as you start walking pucks, standing still, that's trouble. And I think that's what we did in third period. That's why they just, you know, came and won. We just, you know, kind of just had the puck and just gave it away and just put the other guy in a tough position. If you have the puck, if you have the ice, you have to take it and make a play. Voracek then reiterated that there are no excuses for blowing a game that they had controlled. I think it's a mistake by the team that doesn't have confidence, which we don't have right now, and there is nobody to blame but us. We put ourselves in that position. You know, we have a tough record. Um, but like I said, 3-1 against team that played yesterday. No matter what kind of position you are mentally, you have to find a way to win that game. We didn't. How does this team get its confidence back? Starts with everyday work, practice, you know, come to the game, and if you are in a lineup, you have to earn that spot to be in the lineup. And there's a lot of talented guys in this room, and you know, you have to, like I say, nobody cares. Nobody doesn't have a confidence. That's your problem. You have to find a way to gain the confidence and you know, contribute to the team. And uh, you know, I know we have a lot of young guys. We have a lot of older guys as well. I went through it so many times during my career. Uh, sometimes it's all about one shot, one pass, but uh, you know we have too many guys thinking too much right now, which uh, you know hurting us down the road in a game. Is this a good time to get out to Pittsburgh and refocus? I don't think it's never a good time to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, like I said, it's uh, you know we have to play better. I, I think we did that for 40 minutes. We just like we lost the game. They didn't win it. We lost. It. Next up is Anthony Stolarz. Stoli the goalie played pretty well despite his team's collapse and his first NHL start since April 9th, 2017. The Flyers' 2012 second round pick was asked how it felt to make his first start back with the big club in over a year. Uh, it felt pretty good, I mean, especially early on. Uh, you know, there wasn't too many shots, but, uh, you know, in the second period, I really thought I kind of settled in there. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, that's the result. That, that we want, but for me, you know, I'm just going to continue to, uh, you know, build off this and keep moving forward. The New Jersey native was solid against Ottawa, but the third period collapses on everybody, including the 24-year-old netminder. With that in mind, were there any goals specifically he wished he could have back? Probably the second one, just, you know, kind of sit on my pad there, just got to get a look at the puck and find it and just kind of, uh, you know, wait for a whistle. You know, was, I looked at the replay and it was just kind of sitting on my pads, you know, off the post and... Uh, you know, I, I didn't know where it went, so I kind of, kind of moved and it just kind of fell right in that guy's lap. How does Stoli feel about the pressure on his position after the way the season has started for the Flyers? I mean, it's part of the job. Yeah. It's, you know, as a goalie, you're, uh, you know, you're counting on to make big saves and come up big. And, uh, you know, for me, it's kind of, you know, in an ordinary day, you know, come in, prepare, get ready for the game. And, uh, you know, like I said, third period, got to come up big, got to make a big save there. As usual, Travis Konechny is mumbly, and the background noises of the locker room certainly don't help. But I think this exchange about the feeling in the dressing room following the shakeups from the day before, as well as his tone following such a disappointing game, tell a story. Just sticking together and uh, you know, making sure we're doing little things and really just doing whatever we can to take care of. You know, the hospice side of things. You know, we know it's a business. Is it distracting, all the talk and drama about all that? Is it that you guys have to try to block out distraction? Uh, it's not really part of our, you know, side of things. We just got to focus on hockey and all the rest of it. Radko Gudis is in his seventh NHL season and understands the game is a business. The Grizzly defenseman saw his coach fired when he was a rookie in Tampa Bay. He was traded to Philadelphia while injured in 2015 and now has seen the general manager who acquired him fired. Gudis emphasized that no matter what is going on above his pay grade, his job and his teammates' jobs is to play the best hockey they can. Um, you know, um, it's really out of, uh, out of my decision making. I'm just... Uh trying to be the best for our, from our team that I can and you know, uh, whatever's happening out there, uh, out there, it's, it's out of our reach, but obviously it's, uh, it's not good when the uh, general manager gets, uh, gets, uh, gets, I don't know how to call it properly, but, uh, uh, Does it feel a little bit like trade deadline time where guys um, start, you know? Not really trade deadline time, I just, I just think guys have to realize they have to, uh, they have, they have to perform, they have to uh, be at their best every game if, if they want to keep playing, so, um, kind of that feeling, but. It's, it's really disappointing today. While there is a lot to talk about off the ice, what the hell happened on it? How does a team blow a two-goal lead with less than 10 minutes left in regulation? Oh, it didn't feel good. It felt great, but uh, I thought we still can, uh, still can play, or play good, and you know, I thought we got some momentum out of our penalty kill. And um, Like I said, our, our soft plays in our zone cost us the game today. And, uh, you know, if you want to be a playoff team, if you want to make any damage in this league, we, uh, uh, we got to address that. And, uh, Make sure we don't, we don't do those. You know, after two periods, I think we had him. Uh, thought we played pretty good hockey. I thought we, uh, uh, we had a grip on the game, and uh, that's just unacceptable. We're, uh, 
They make me soft plays around and do Ivan Provorov led off his press availability, reiterating the company line that no matter what is going on in the front office, the players need to focus on the task at hand. It's our job to perform, uh, you know, no matter what happens, you know, outside the, you know, the locker room or uh, in this organization. So it's our job to, you know, do the best that we can every night and, uh, you know, it's not an excuse. Provy actually got a hockey question too and was asked about finding chemistry again with Shane Gostas Bear after the pairing was broken up and then put back together. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think we played uh, well, you know, we just like last year, kind of, kind of not, like read off each other and support each other all over the ice and, uh, you know, I thought we did a great job breaking the puck in, uh, you know, uh, out of the zone and moving buck up the ice, we just uh, need to be a little better in the uh, last 10 minutes. Scott Lawton rounds out our group of players from the Ottawa game. Lawton talks about the feeling around the team after a hectic Monday, followed by a disastrous game on Tuesday. Yeah, it was a tough day. I mean, uh, I think Hexie did a lot for the organization, everything like that did a lot for me. So, um, tough day, but come out here and uh, we give, give up... Uh, three or four opportunities and they capitalize on them and other than that uh, I thought we played a pretty solid game so got to get back to the drawing board and go back at it. Is there that feeling though that, that guys feel something pending here or are you guys able to block it out now? Yeah I don't know I think uh, we're all professionals you got to come to work and um, can't worry about all that outside <coughs> stuff and, and, and what's going on. Uh, you got to focus on what you can do individually to, to help the team win, and, and uh, if something happens, it happens. It's the nature of the business, and there's nothing you can do about it. So uh, we got to come in here. We have a good group of guys that, that care for each other, but it's got to translate to the ice, and we got to do something here before we dig ourselves into, into too deep of a hole. If you could just sum up the third period for us, Scotty? Yeah, it's, I don't know, Duchesne bats one out of midair, and... We get a couple around the net, and um, I don't know, it sucks. I leave you now with the apparently bulletproof head coach Dave Haxtall at his post-game press conference. Yeah, we, uh, I'm sorry, we, after two good periods, we, uh, we didn't push pucks deep and keep doing the same things that had gotten us to that point. And uh, you know, we checked well through the first two periods. Um, you know, we played a pretty simple game, pushing pucks north and getting pucks deep and making them work in their own zone. Um, and we didn't do that. Uh, we didn't do that well enough in the third period. Sure. Do, do you think that um, ability to close out today's game uh, is the events surrounding the past few days, or is your team just a travel bunch right now? Yeah, no, there's no, there's no excuses there. That's we we had a job tonight to to, to go out and get done, um, and we didn't do that. So there's there is absolutely no excuses for. Um, you know, for other things, it's uh, it's game night. You focus on the job at hand, um, and that's the bottom line. Jake, I don't know if you'd characterize it this way, but he said after that second goal that he thought the team played scared, wasn't making those hard plays on pucks that were necessary at that stage of the game. Well, we we got away from it a little bit the entire third period, even though we hadn't given anything up. We hadn't, you know, we didn't generate and, and have the same kind of um, in zone time and, and puck possession all the way through. We give up, uh, you know, give up a uh, uh, a goal from 200 feet away that 
uh, that gets to our net on a tip. Um, you know, and uh, you know, we didn't we didn't have the pushback that we should have there. So he's he's absolutely right in that case. When you hear words like that, though, when you the team is scared and he says they don't they lack confidence. Yeah. Does know. that does that bother about, you as a coach? I don't, I don't know about I don't know about playing scared. I you know I wouldn't use that term. Uh, but we didn't have the pushback, and you know obviously. You know, obviously the uh, um, you know the group has to you know get itself back together here and, and have that pushback. Um, and you know, there's only one way to do it, and that's from within that room. What did you see that you reunited uh, Ivan and Shane? Uh, there's a couple things there. Um, just some evaluation of of the previous games. There's a pretty good sample of games. Um, you know, 15 or so games. That, you know that we have to choose from, you know, and, and a sample size to, uh, you know, to evaluate them and split up. Uh, one of the things, you know, with with that pairing, um, Ghost gets the puck a little bit more in all three zones, and when they're together, when they're together, and I think, you know, that's that's a positive, and we saw that tonight. I, that that was a positive out there tonight with uh, with that pairing when they were back together. From what you've seen from Shane the last couple of games, I mean. You, Think that there's a lack of confidence in his game, or some you know some concerning points that, that lead to some of the turnovers that we haven't uh, seen from him on a regular basis. His game tonight was a step in the right direction. You know, he 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 wanted that puck tonight. He wanted to take it and you know and get up ice with it. So you know, as, you know, as disappointing as the outcome is, you still have to look back and, and look at a couple of those little things. If you're asking about his game, but his game was better tonight. You know, and he you know he. Uh, um, he's effective when you know when he wants that thing and he wants to take charge. Um, you know, is there another step to go? Absolutely, but it was you know it was a better game for him tonight. What did you think about Philly? Um, Philly was solid. No, I mean, I, you know, you can't. I look at the uh, you know the second goal, tip goal that ends up sitting on his pad. He couldn't find it. Um, and he was he was solid. So you don't lay any of this on on him. I mean. You always want of, you always want another save, yeah. right? As you're as you're going down the stretch and closing out the game, we have to look at our play the 200 feet in front of those goals. Two more. You've rightfully mentioned a few times over the past couple weeks that how, especially at five on five, you guys are out shooting, out chancing the other team. At what point does that stop mattering? Does it never stop mattering? Is it something that you always want to keep in the back of your mind, even if the results aren't there? Well, it's it's no, it matters. Absolutely, it matters. Um, and it's not about just out shooting an opponent. It's it's what the chances look like at the end of the night. So I break it down a lot further than just what the shot attempts or the shots on goals are. Last question. In that case, I mean, the rest of the game was good. From, from, I mean, if you, if you break it down statistically, you no. can look at this game and say. No, statistically, our game will look good for two for two periods. We yeah. didn't generate. We, yeah, you don't the it. stats would 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 verify probably in the third period when you go back and look back through it, and throw the stats out. You know, yeah. they don't matter. You know, when you, when you lose a game, they don't matter. Um, and I'll go back to exactly what I said in the third period. Uh, we didn't generate very much in the offensive zone. We didn't spend enough time in there. Um, you know, even though we didn't give up hardly anything in the first half of that period, um, that's when you're at home. You got to push and close the game. But you don't see that as a team that maybe is so afraid of doing the wrong thing that they end up kind of doing the wrong thing. Uh, you know what, when things aren't going well, 
that's sitting in the back of your mind. So um, you got to push through, you know, and we got to find a way to push through and, and you know, and, and get ourselves out of it. We, uh, uh, you know, it's there. Um, we did it two games ago in this building, pushed through the 60 minutes. Tonight we didn't do it. So that's, there's no excuses of anything um, beyond that. That's the bottom line. We didn't get it done through the 60 minutes. And that's us as, uh, that's on us as a group. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.